0: Here at Lady Farmer, we talk about so many different aspects of slow and sustainable living, a subject matter that can at times feel confusing, overwhelming, even misleading. And that's why a few years ago, we set out to write a book that might be a guide for those seeking a life of beauty, simplicity, and sustainability.
1: We're thrilled to be able to offer you our own small guide for cultivating slow living, Sustainable Simplicity Close to Home available in our online marketplace. In the book, we have woven an easy to digest narrative of stories, recipes, tips, resources, ideas, and reflection. This collection of essays and resources will guide you to think about your own relationship to the planet, what you eat, what you wear, and how you live a sustainable lifestyle. It also contains a 21-day slow living challenge of daily thought exercises to lead you in the process. For you Good Dirt listeners, we are offering free shipping of this wonderful little book with the
0: code the Good Dirt in our online marketplace. So use the code THEGOODDIRT, T-H-E-G-O-O-D-D-I-R-T, at checkout when you go to purchase your copy of The Lady Farmer Guide to Slow Living in our online marketplace for free shipping. That's The Good Dirt at The Lady Farmer Online Marketplace for free shipping on The Lady Farmer Guide to Slow Living. We hope you enjoy it.
1: Thanks, everybody. It is about reframing it in a way that meets our dreams for the holidays and to include all the generosity and the love and the gathering and all those things encompassed in a way that doesn't require so much. Yeah, exactly. So much. So. Uh, Yeah. So much. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Exactly.
0: You're listening to the Good Dirt Podcast. This is a place where we dig into the nitty-gritty of sustainable living through food, fashion, and lifestyle. And we're your hosts,
1: Mary and Emma Kingsley, the mother and daughter founder team of Lady Farmer. We're sowing seeds of slow living through our community platform, events, and online marketplace.
0: We started this podcast as a means to share the wealth of information and quality conversations that we're having in our world As we dream up and deliver ways for each of
1: us to live into the new paradigm, one that is regenerative, balanced, and whole. We want to put the microphone in front of the voices that need to be heard the most right now. The farmers, the dreamers, the designers, and the doers. So come cultivate a better world with us. We're so glad you're here. Now, let's dig in.
0: Hello, and... Happy Friday, good Dirt listeners. This is going to be a special episode with Jess, my mom, and I here chatting. We decided to pop in and just have it be us today to kind of kick off this amazing holiday season and this day, this really special Friday that most of us know as Black Friday. But um, we're doing something a little different here at Lady Farmer that my mom had a brilliant idea to call it Slow Friday. And we just wanted to kind of think about that and pull things apart a little bit and really share a bit of our own experiences with gift giving and receiving and how we've come to think of those things and think about them differently in our work here at Lady Farmer and on the good dirt. So yeah, so thank you for being here. And I guess to kick us off, Mom, I'll have you introduce what you're thinking about Slow Friday and how that idea came to you and what you'd like to share with us today.
1: Well, thank you. Hello, Emma. Hello. <laughs> Happy slow Friday. Happy slow Friday. <laughs> yeah. So I was just thinking about this day, this day after Thanksgiving, which really becomes this whole cultural phenomenon of people turning their attention and their focus and their energy to buying things. Sure. Sure. Okay. Because it's the launch of the holiday season and it's a good day to get your gifts because. Really good deals. Really good deals. It's really exciting, even. It's very exciting. It's fun. And it
0: feels fleeting because it's just one day. Or,
1: you know, now well, we all know it's. <laughs> it's more than one day now, but it started out as one day. So, you know, the theme of really Black Friday is fast and cheap. It is absolutely the pinnacle of fast and cheap consumerism focused on, on this day. And the reason being is, of course, and we all know this that holiday season is a big time for the retail industries and they make up a lot of their profits for the year. And so they want to encourage everybody to take part, you know, go for the team, go for the economy, mm-hmm. for our system. We yeah. all need to do our part to support it. Yeah. So,
0: and there's a sense too, and just knowing a little bit from what I know on the the other side of marketing, you know, we have an online store. We sell things. We do marketing. Just having a little bit of awareness about this, I'm able to now, I recognize how much of Black Friday is totally, it's a marketing campaign to provoke a certain emotion, a certain urgency, a certain expectation around consumer habits. So I find it a lot easier to sort of, peel that apart when I see it as, oh, this is a very, like, carefully constructed and designed campaign, basically, to really target me and, like, I'm being sort of forced, not forced, but I'm being convinced to buy things um, in a special way,
1: so. Yeah, I wanted to just come up with a way in my own mind of reframing the day and a way to present it to our listeners, in a way that doesn't, we you know, we don't want to be, you know, preachy. You should do this or should do that. or mm. Yeah, we don't need to talk harp on no. about how
0: consumerism
1: is bad. And we all know that the holidays, you know, there's overconsumption during the holidays. I mean, everybody is, is well aware of that. So it, it's not about that. It's about the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's another show. <laughs> it is about reframing it in a way where all of us can approach the whole thing in our own way, a way that meets our values and dreams for the holidays and to try to include all the generosity and the love and the gathering and all those things encompassed in a way that doesn't require so much yeah, exact So much. So, uh, yeah, so much. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great way to put it.
1: Yeah. There's just not
0: one word for all of it. So I love that because it's what you just posed made me think like, just because we, we want to think differently about our consumer habits and about buying things around the holidays. It doesn't mean that we have to part with you said, love generosity, just whatever feelings that we get about gift giving and gift receiving. And I think again, I was joking about the true meaning of Christmas, but I do think it is important to take a moment to explore those things. Like, what does that mean? Why are those feelings good? Why does it feel so good to buy stuff? You know, Yeah. let's like talk about that and think about that and hash that stuff out. And I thought a fun thing to be would be for you and I both to kind of go back to our, yeah. each of our childhoods and think about um, what it was like to get gifts on Christmas. And then when we were old enough to give gifts. So maybe talk a little bit about that. Can you start us off?
1: Yes, and you really hit on something a minute ago when you said something about tapping into the, the feelings. Mm-hmm. So the feelings of you know that the magic of Christmas as a child, the anticipation, the excitement, yeah, and you get to put your wishes out to the universe, Santa Claus, whatever gift giver came to your house. Mm-hmm. And then the just the sheer excitement and magical joy of Christmas morning, I mean, there's really nothing like it, yeah, as a child. It's truly, truly special and unique and and limited to that one day of the year. Mm -hmm. So I had all that as a child, and just Christmas was so exciting and so wonderful and all the music and everything and the anticipation of the gifts. And then, you know, I was never disappointed. I woke up on Christmas morning, and there was lots of really wonderful gifts, and it was so much fun. Behind all that was, you know, surrounded by family, neighbors, friends, you know, sometime late or in the morning on Christmas or even into the afternoon, you would start calling your friends and see what they got. And then yeah. you would run back and forth and you'd look at each other's toys and it was just so great. And then there would be gatherings, neighborhood gatherings in the afternoon, probably go over to one of the neighbor's house and have a party or a neighborhood meal. Yeah, Lots of times they would come to our house and we would have, um, you know, sandwiches made from the leftover Christmas dinner which would have been the night before in our house it would have been Christmas Eve yeah so there's so many memories and for better or worse the gifts and the toys and stuff we got were played a pretty big part
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) I hate to say it most people feel the same way
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I hate to say it but if we woke up and there wasn't anything there and you know my parents said oh oh this is going to be all about you know just loving each other we probably went what (laughs) You kidding me? (laughs) So, I don't know.
0: So what was your first memory of, like, when did you, how old were you when you kind of realized, like, oh, this is like a lot of stuff. Like, when, I I guess, how old do you have to be to be, like?
1: Like, to realize that it's a lot?
0: Yeah, and that it's kind of, like. Too much? You know, it's about, oh, it's about materials, and it's about. I don't know. I wonder when that kind of switches. I don't know. Was it until you were, uh, like,
1: when you were a parent and you were... I think that probably didn't really make an impact on me until I was a parent. Yeah. And can you talk about that a little bit, what that was like? Yeah. So I, your dad and I wanted to replicate all those feelings of magic and happiness mm-hmm. and, you know, the things that you dreamed about and things that you wanted. You know, we wanted you to have that too. Mm-hmm. And we were really aware, oh, not too much. You know, too much mm-hmm. is overwhelming and it's expensive, it's wasteful. You know, had it, I certainly had an awareness of all that. Mm-hmm. But I I began to notice that year after year, it still seemed like too much. It still kind of got out of control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, oh, this and this and this. And, oh, we want, you know, oh, then you want the stocking to be all stuffed and loaded with stuff because it's so much fun. It's so much fun to pour out your stocking and... And so you'd look for little things and, you know, so many plastic things, so much sugar, so much packaging. Yeah. And then, of course, the whole Christmas morning thing, you know, piles and piles and piles of packaging and trash. And I think every year it hit me a little more like, golly, you know, what are we doing here? I'm just, I'm I'm playing out a script that was instilled in my emotional makeup about Mm -hmm. what Christmas should look like. Yeah. Yeah. And was replicating it and didn't know how to do it differently. And also here's a funny thing, my family, like for so many years, we would say, okay, we're going to draw names, you know, and we would draw names and, you know, you'd give the present to one person. I'm talking about my siblings, like the adults. Oh yeah. Like the, I remember that. Yeah. the aunts and uncles. Yeah. Right. And that worked and it was fine. But then like you'd find something that was perfect for a person and you didn't draw their name. Yeah. (laughs) So you'd get it anyway. And then that would mess it up. And then, yeah. you know, <laughs> and then people thought you weren't supposed to do that. And it, it gets confusing. <laughs> yeah. So
0: anyway. Do you remember a time? And I'm trying to remember, too, you know, when we just got old enough to not need as many gifts to keep that magic alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What was that? When we were in high school or something? There was no less. <laughs> it's true. There was still a ton of stuff. Things got more expensive. <laughs> yeah. We needed, like. Cooler, better gifts. The
1: technology got
0: good. Yeah,
1: I do. You remember the the year your oldest brother was on the rowing team and he got like an erg. Oh yeah, a a rowing machine. You know, Christmas morning is sitting there in the middle of the living room floor. It's ridiculous. Of course, there were guitars and there were you know electronics. Mm -hmm. And you know. Modern day slavery is very much tied to supply chains and electronics. Yeah. And electronics are such a part of our gift giving. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that has slowly dawned on me like, golly, what are we yeah. doing?
0: I do remember. I mean, I will say I'll take, you know, my turn in talking about it as yeah. a kid similar to you. Mom, you did a great job in replicating your own <laughs> childhood and your kids. Yeah. It was, you know, it was so just fun and the building in the anticipation and it, like everything was just so exciting. And I think I do I do kind of remember at some point, maybe I was like eight, nine, ten-ish, just being like, there's so many great toys here. I can't even give my attention to all of them. you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. like, I'm just so excited about this. And like there'd be like I feel like I would get, like, at least three or four just, like, awesome. You know, if it was a new, like, little Barbie or something. And I could have played with that all day. And obviously, as a kid, you're like, heck, yeah. But I think part of me was like, I can't even, like, appreciate this as much. And it was probably thrilling as a parent because your kid's just, like, so overjoyed. Yeah. But it was interesting. And I do have a really vivid memory. You know, it was always in the conversation. And we were always talking about it, like... You know, we knew how lucky we were and everyone Christmas morning was so happy. But, you know, we did do the stuff at church and we were aware that like, you know, some families, you know, don't have this and we would give what was that thing? Operation Operation Christmas Child, we do those little yeah. boxes. So, you know, I was aware of that sort of thing. And then and then dad would always say stuff like, you know, your grandmother, when she was a kid, they would get like an orange. And a peppermint stick on Christmas Like <laughs> Yeah, like we had those stories in our
1: heads, too. so that was actually, that was my grandmother.: Oh. <laughs> got an apple and a book. Yeah, well, I think Dad's
0: grandma got an orange and a peppermint stick.: Okay, so yeah, okay. yeah. and like, that's your Christmas present. And yeah. so what was that? What had happened during the depression? Or
1: before, maybe? Before, you know, well, my grandmother was actually born in 1890. Let's 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 say around the yeah. turn of the century, you know, she would have gotten a piece of fruit, maybe a piece of candy, and a book. That was yeah. Christmas. So that's also something that's kind of been in the back of my head, too,
0: is like, what would Christmas morning be like if... And I will say, in our adulthood, in our adult life, with the three adult kids, I feel like we have had a couple of Christmases where we're, like, intentionally, you know, minimal gift-giving. And it's just sort of like, okay, it's like lovely. And as adults, we don't need a bunch of stuff. And maybe it's because there aren't a, small children in our family yet, our immediate family. But it's not like as exciting. <laughs> Do you feel disappointed No, <laughs> I don't feel disappointed. It's just interesting. It's like we've spent decades of hammering this excitement and anticipation means you have to
1: have like a ton of presents. Right. It's creating that feeling like as a child that experienced that rush of excitement and delight mm-hmm. is somehow dependent on a pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as a parent, you want your own children to have that. And the only way you know how to do that is to provide a pile of stuff. Now yeah. I'm sure there are many people out there that have found a way around this yeah and if you have
0: we want to hear about it we do let us know
1: really really do I mean like now my kids are all grown up I I blew it (laughs) and now I'm sort of living this mission through Lady Farmer of learning about other ways of doing things learning ways of reducing our consumerism taking more care of our resources and all of this has it isn't that, that all this stuff is new to me. It's just that I reached a time in my life and then we started Lady Farmer and everything where I, I really want to begin, you know, living out that and not just thinking about, oh, things things should be better. We could do better and, like, really, really doing better. So yeah. that's why we're talking, being out loud about all this. And, you know, frankly, I I still find the holidays a challenge, even with everything I know and all the horrors I know about the... Mm. Supply chains. Supply chains and the the waste Mm -hmm. and what's in the landfills Mm -hmm. and the you know, all the chemicals and all this cheap stuff that's bad for our health, that's bad for the kids, that's in our clothes. Just this sheer enormity of things that are unhealthy Mm -hmm. for ourselves, for the planet, for the soil, all these things I now know, it is still a challenge. Yeah, it's really hard. These are deep seated um, patterns and traditions and they're so emotional. I think that's what makes it so hard. So emotional. And like, you know, it's, if it was just me, it would be fine, but you're involving all these other people.
0: Yeah. So when we were chatting a little bit about this earlier, you had mentioned the idea of slow Friday. So welcome slow to slow Friday. Everyone. Yeah. This is slow Friday. And even just starting with like an hour on today on slow Friday, when you might, you know, when it might be, oh, maybe I should go online and get some deals or whatever. Yeah. We were trying to think of like a few other alternatives to just like small ways to chip away at this and to like, I almost think of it as like, we're like rewiring our brains, right? We're rewiring yes. like our, our impulses as a culture. So what are some of the like little ways that I'm going
1: to yeah. Yeah. speak for Mary ourselves? Kingsley.
0: Yeah. What are some things that you're going to be doing?
1: I mean, speaking for ourselves. Okay. So. You know, if I found myself thinking, oh, this would be a good day to go on and find that thing for this Mm -hmm. person that I had mind of giving them. I think I would, the first thing I would do would be pause to just contain that impulse for a minute. And first of all, you know, think about that person. Just think about them, you know, think about them in an appreciative way and how I would like to let that person know that I care about them. And I'm thinking about them. I'm trying to think of something they would like. Yeah. So one idea is to actually sit down and write the person a little note or a letter or something to give them on Christmas. I'm not saying yeah. instead of a gift. Yeah. At all. But maybe after you did that, that would it might feel like enough. Well, it's a way to contain those emotions. Yeah. Before immediately channeling them to a purchase
0: of a thing that they might not even will appreciate the gift, but they but maybe your emotions
1: written down would be More meaningful. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I would, speaking from a personal standpoint, that would certainly be as meaningful to me Mm -hmm. coming from someone. This is my gift to use to to tell you some things I appreciate or how I feel or, you know, looking over the last year, Mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Speaking of letter writing, we just, we just so much less of it now and i think it's a really just a general really beautiful way to engage with slow living and slowing down and sharing a moment with other people and being present and putting that on paper and then you know going through the steps of the stamp and putting it the, like all those steps are so hard for someone like me to like connect all the yeah. dots but when you do it it's so meaningful and we actually in the almanac right now we've set up members with pen pals so we're doing that that's really fun my pen yeah. pal lives in France really yes that is so cool. Have you written your pen pal letter yet?
1: I have written my pen pal. And <gasps> we've traded poetry. Oh. And her name is Lauren. I won't give her last name for privacy's sake, but anyway. So Lauren sent me a recipe for this wonderful bread, which I made. Mm-hmm. And she sent me a poem. And then I have I wrote her a letter and I sent her a poem. And the poem is actually so appropriate for this conversation. I, I'm going to give you the first couple of lines of it. Okay. It's called The World is Too Much With Us, and it's by William Wordsworth. Mm-hmm. And here are the first three lines of the poem The world is too much with us late and soon. Getting and spending, we lay waste our powers. Little we see in nature that is ours. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And he wrote that like in the early 1800s. Oh my gosh. So that blew me away. I like the act of just writing that poem out Mm -hmm. for her. I thought this is so powerful, even like, even for now, like Mm -hmm. 200 years later. Yeah. Getting and spending. We lay waste our powers. So with that in mind, the getting and spending that we would do. Getting and spending. That's literally giving and receiving. And facilitating. Yeah. All that, that. We're leaving ourselves out of it. And that's exactly what Black Friday is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, getting and spending. So instead of getting and spending and laying waste our powers, oh, I love that laying waste our powers. Our powers. So what are the powers that we're laying waste when you know we're giving into that urge, like that beckoning call mm-hmm. of the marketplace to get in there and mm-hmm. and just get in there today and to do this. Yeah. So what powers are we laying waste? Wow. That's so awesome to think about. So you think of one, like we were talking about what are things to do instead of hopping on and like, and buying something immediately. Mm -hmm. We're not saying don't buy this gift for your loved one. We're not saying that we're just saying. Yeah.
0: And also give it a minute to be fair. It is really nice that there's deals on things
1: like, Hello. Everyone loves to save money. Right. If you can. That's so true. That's so true. We just have to remember, though, that... That's not a reason to buy something. <laughs> correct. And cheap is never a bargain. It's true. There's always a cost somewhere yeah. on the planet or with some person. There's always some cost to something being, being super cheap. Yeah. And just keep that in mind. And we all have to make these decisions Nobody's perfect. Nobody's 100% like, you know, 100% a perfectly balanced consumer. I don't know how you put that. These are just things to keep in mind. So what would you do on Slow Friday?
0: Yeah, well, thinking about laying waste our power, I really love that. So like thinking about, okay, so what powers might I be giving up? And I really like the idea of even if you're not like a crafty or a makey person, you know, besides writing a letter, which I love that idea. What is something that you could use your power to produce that might mean something to someone else you know as a gift so you had mentioned earlier consumable gifts are always from Mm -hmm. like a zero waste perspective a smart one so maybe that's baking something maybe it's maybe it's something you know slightly more crafty but something that the person can use even if you can't create it yourself always Mm -hmm. defaulting to a local artist, someone in your community probably yeah. can. So maybe it's researching, you know, oh, who in my community makes nice soaps or candles, and exactly those are usable, consumable things, right? So, right, and okay. kind of go on the in the making, you know, supporting local type realm, but also, and and your part of that would be the the research and the supporting the artist right? Your power is your choice of who you're gonna find yeah. things from,
1: and your thoughtfulness, right, about that, yeah. And like you say, like seeking out a source of this thing Mm -hmm. that's that's going to have some meaning and less harm, right? Less harm in in the world, yeah. Because lots of these fast and cheap things are harmful. Mm -hmm. They are in many ways. You know, do no harm, or Mm try try our best. Yeah.
0: Another interesting or like alternative gift giving idea is an experience. It's an experience that you can give someone. So yes, maybe it's a well now luckily, you know, live music is back in some areas. So maybe it's a concert or Mm -hmm. a play. I'm only thinking like theater friends, a visit to a museum, you know, you can be so good. Like the possibilities are endless. Like I love a good scavenger hunt that someone makes up, you know, and you hide little treats or I don't, I don't know something like what something that you can create that's an experience especially that would be a great one with young kids too like what's something that we can like do together
1: right and you're you're giving the gift of thought and mm-hmm. and your time and companionship and there, mm-hmm. that's that's a really really rich one mm-hmm. and again you know these are not new ideas I mm-hmm. mean people have been suggesting oh give the gift of experience you know for mm-hmm. I've been hearing that for a while now but there comes a time when you think, yeah, that's a good idea. And then you actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do want to interject this train of
0: thought with a memory that I have. You Do you remember the love notes? Oh,
1: gosh. Mom yes. Do love notes. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that was, a, was it just one year or a couple of years? I only did it one year because it got a little dicey. So the love notes were like every day in December. Yeah. Everybody had a box, and the family had a box, and every day in December. Everybody in the family would drop a little love note in everybody else's box. Yeah. yeah, And it began to get a little, (laughs) I hate to say it, but (laughs) what, how would you describe this? People were taking it not very seriously and and using it to be funny or snarky or, yeah. yeah. (laughs)
0: Maybe we were like too old for it. I think
1: y'all were a little, yeah.
0: Too old and too immature. I
1: don't know. (laughs) You know, I thought it would be so sweet. (laughs) It didn't really work. It's funny though. It's a good memory. It is funny. (laughs) And I'll still laugh about it. I actually saved those love notes and I ran across them a few years ago and oh my gosh, some of them were so funny. Yeah. You know, like I'm thinking
0: they were like backhanded.
1: Like, yes, I love you even when you never get off the computer. Yeah. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) I would love you more if you would give me the turn. Let me have my turn doing whatever, you know, just stuff, you know,
0: (laughs) so funny really good
1: idea. Great in theory, mom. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried. I really did. So I'm pretty excited about like next weekend we're having our slow living retreat and Kirsten Shockey, the fermenting queen, is coming on to teach us how to make um, fermented gifts. Fermented, yeah, mustard. Mustard, different, all kinds of, mm-hmm. I am really excited and about actually, that. Actually,
0: you know, Christy Johnson's embroidery class, Oh yeah. you know, that could be also a gift giving opportunity.
1: Anything you make with your two hands, doesn't matter what it is, is always going to be so lovely. Oh, yes. And somebody could, oh, it's Black Friday today. If you want to give somebody a gift, you give them a gift of our slow living. Or oh, treat. that's a great gift. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's really good.
0: <laughs> or an Almanac membership. We have gift memberships available on our oh website. My. Yes. That's, a, that's the best. That's an experience. Oh, It's a
1: lifestyle. You get to hang out with Com <laughs> it's community, yeah, and Amazing. also the lady farmer God to slow living, oh, yeah, that's great a great book. gift, <laughs> so anyway I didn't mean to you know it's- like segue into commercials there, but <laughs> since this is what we do, yeah, and I guess on that note, a really wonderful thing about
0: gift giving and the holidays is that it is an opportunity i mean, I hit on this a little bit earlier, but it is an opportunity to support you know things that you do believe in and makers that you do want to support and yes like I just love you know artisan like mugs and I yeah like things like that that it's like do I need another mug Mm -hmm. maybe not but do I love this artist and what they do and do I like love using mugs and drinking coffee I do and so at Christmas I might buy a mug or buy someone for someone else or I might receive a mug that I would love to get so that's just like a really tiny example of is possible to still if we really do need to scratch our itch of buying things? Yeah, there's amazing options for buying things,
1: and I think the urge to give gifts is real. And, I mean, we're, there's nothing wrong with it. We're not going to minimize that. We're going to no. not going to say don't give gifts. Yeah, I, I think the point is just you know how can you just step back a little bit from the gigantic machine of all this crazy consumer wasteland out there and how do you
0: tune in to use an overused word but how do you tune in and you give authentically and from an authentic place and from really thoughtfully and from you and like that's where the real like meaning is as opposed to kind of just being sold something and
1: mindlessly picking. well again going back to like my own history and experience you know I I grew up during the mall era yeah and so it was an activity right to go to the mall for your Probably Christmas shopping that's in some places I know yeah. we don't really have any malls around us but this is before the days of online shopping and yeah you know so you had you know you had to get in your car and drive somewhere and like you would make Probably not just one time, it's, you know, several times during the season you go out and buy stuff and come home with bags of stuff to wrap up and give away. This was mm-hmm. the thing. This was the part of it. This was the experience of mm-hmm. the whole thing. But now we have so many more options. It's true. And to your example about the mug, you know, if you had a choice between, like, giving someone a mug that's that's made by someone that's done it with their hands and they could use a small business that could use support, Yeah, the arts and whatever... And comparing that to you know a sweater, or something that's made in a sweatshop where a person is not paid a living wage, and the chemical dyes are causing problems in the water, then you know if we're just going to pause a minute and give that thought, that becomes an easier choice. Mm-hmm. That becomes something that's, that's really not hard to recognize. You know where where we can do better. Yeah. And also, I'll add to that. Where does gift giving become just checking off the boxes? You know, like you you have to have something for so-and-so to open or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's such a good point. Yeah. And that person, you're trying to check the box, maybe that's the person that, you know, the letter or the, you know, the jar of mustard or the, you know, a a loaf of banana bread or something would be just really great. Or treat them to a coffee date. Or Yeah. Yeah, so many things, so many choices. So the last thing that I had written
0: down for an alternative way to spend or something else to do with your time on Black Friday other than go on the internet and fill up your cart out of a sense of urgency and fulfilling something that you feel needs to be fulfilled. Or obligation. Obligate, that's the word. Would be to just instead. I mean, not saying don't do it at all, but... Before you do, maybe go on a walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the brisk air. Hang
1: and out with some trees. Think about the people you want to give gifts think to. Think about them on your walk. Exactly. You know, send them good vibes. Yeah. And think about how you really want to express your appreciation and love for them on this day. That in our culture is you know it's supposed to be about showing people that you care for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which company was it that said... Don't buy anything today. Go outside. That was probably Patagonia, also, or REI, or I don't yeah.
0: know. I don't oh know. yeah, REI has. I mean, a ton of cool companies do cool stuff with Black Friday, and
1: yeah, we're just renaming it <laughs> Slow Friday. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not claiming to be the first to think of that. I mean, it just. I'm I'm sure it's out there. You know, just like slow food, slow fashion, slow living. It it must be out there somewhere. But I did like the way it sort of felt. As I was anticipating, you know, how to respond to this.
0: Mm -hmm. And also what's interesting about Black Friday that helps me give some distance from it, kind of as I mentioned at the beginning of the conversation, is remembering that it's a marketing campaign. And the way that I've been seeing Black Friday marketing since Halloween. Like, it is just a marketing. It has no meaning anymore because sales happen all the time. Guess what? The reason why people have sales is to get you to buy stuff. There. I said it. I shattered the secret. That's (laughs) the reason why people have sales is to drive revenue. So you're literally being
1: swindled. So there's this book, a a children's book. You probably remember it. It's called, I think it's just called Christmas by Peter Spear. Mm -hmm. And it has no words in it. And this book didn't come out until... After I had grown up, but I think it's probably before I had kids, so it planted some of this stuff in my brain. But he just shows you the pictures of all the the beautiful, sparkly, exciting things leading up to Christmas, and then Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning, and this is all in pictures. It follows well a family, mm-hmm. and then it shows you Christmas Day, and it has pictures of the trash piling up and the mm. things being thrown here and there, and the toys being forgotten on the floor and broken and so forth and then you know it ends with showing the the trash outside in big bags just all the trash mm. this book was probably written in the maybe 70s or 80s I'm not sure oh wow and no words just pictures yeah. and was then a made, kid's book or it's a it's just children's book oh wow Peter Spear it made a huge impression on me and I think you know and then as it, like I became a parent that was in my mind yeah very powerful
0: there was also a book like a Chapter book for adults called "Unplug the Christmas Machine."
1: Yes, unplugging the Christmas machine. Yeah, Yeah. did Um, you read that? Yes, yes. Seeing it in our house, and yeah, and that that was all about this kind of thing. It wasn't just about consumerism; it Mm -hmm. was also about you know the pace, like when 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 you guys were young. There were so many activities, there were right. recitals, there were plays, there were, you know, class parties, there were get togethers and everybody wants to do all this stuff around the holidays. And, um, so the busyness and the pace and the things to do were just, you know, just really amped up and yeah. things like, you know, like teacher gifts and Baking for the class party—just so many things. I remember just being super overwhelming, and there was even a time in there. I hate to admit it, but this is just being totally honest. I just really did not like Christmas. No, yeah, I remember that. Is, you remember it? I remember you being like, "Oh, can't wait till this is over." Oh no, that's <laughs> terrible. See, my mother never would have done that. <laughs> I don't think it was out of hand for her. Yeah,
0: no, that's good though. It's good to be honest about that. I think
1: you know if I grew up in the 60s you know that's 30 years before you guys were going through all this stuff and there was probably just more just take all that yeah. and just you amplify know. it yeah and you know each every one of you had your activities and your performances and all those things mhm so unplug the christmas machine was very much about that on top of the consumerism too
0: yeah well thank you for sharing those books and Thank you guys for being
1: here. And is there anything else we wanted to mention? Speaking of Slow Friday, I'd like to offer listeners a little invitation if you want to just for fun. I offer you a Slow Friday challenge. Okay. So I have a couple of ideas for this, but one of them is don't buy anything today. Okay. See how that feels. And if stuff comes up for you about that, maybe it won't. Maybe you're a person that maybe wouldn't do that anyway. But Mm -hmm. if it does, I think it'd be interesting just to observe for yourself how that makes you feel, you know, what comes up, just be with it. Mm -hmm. Here's another slow Friday challenge. Think of gifts that you are in the gift giving mode and you want to get gifts today or anytime during the season. Take the time to be thoughtful about those purchases and get gifts that are not going to be harmful to the planet or yourself, your own health, or anyone else involved in the supply chain or the production of it. And there's now there, there's lots of choices in that realm. So just, just give it thought. Yeah, think about
0: how much of the – if you're going to buy something – how much of the supply chain do you know about? Can you exactly name? Can you, mm-hmm. do you know whose hands touched it? Can you take responsibility for the full supply chain? That's a great exercise. <laughs> it makes, actually makes shopping a lot easier because yes. there's so many things you can't get.
1: Yeah. So if you don't know the story behind something. Yeah. Then keep looking. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Well. We really appreciate you guys
0: for being here today. Thanks for doing something a little bit different with us. We will be back with another interview next week. And for long after that as well, every Friday we're here. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you so much. And we hope you have a wonderful start to this really fun, magical season. Yeah. And we do hope you join us at the Lady Farmers Still Living retreat next week.
1: Yeah. There's still time to sign up. So get on in there and get your ticket and come in. We want to see you there and we want you in our community and learning all kinds of things about slow living.
0: Thank you. See you next week.
1: Bye-bye.